horses are the same that bar crosses. Some of them their workforces are the same that bar crosses. Some of them their workforces are the same that bar crosses. Some of them their workforces are the same that bar crosses. Hey, good day, everyone. This is going to be a bit of a break from the norm for me in regards to my podcast. As most most of you may know, I'm very, very anti-Donald Trump. I'm very outspoken about it, but I try to keep it a little bit low-key on my podcast for Paranormally Speaking because I like to attract all audiences from all walks of life. But, you know, enough's enough. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to be open about it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to rant and rave about it. And just fair warning, if you don't want to hear it, go ahead and end this transmission now because you don't have to listen to it. Thank you and buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Private prison owners are billing us $750 per child per day for 20,000 plus kids living in concrete cages. This is a billion dollar operation in favor of multi-billionaire fascists and we are consenting to it. Once you realize the migrant prison camps at the border are turning a profit, it all starts to make sense. And now, racist things said by President Donald Trump. Laziness is a trait in blacks, said by Donald Trump. I can Jew them down as good as any Jew, said by Donald Trump. Illegal immigrants are rapists and drug dealers, said by Donald Trump. I love the Japs, said by Donald Trump. How's he even a judge? I want to see his papers, said by Donald Trump while addressing a golfing benefit and discussing the Hispanic American judge who was officiating the case against Trump University. People like Maxine Walters don't know their place. She has an exceptionally low IQ, said by Donald Trump. I moved in on her like a bitch. She was even married, but I still did it. When you're famous, they'll let you do anything. I see something gorgeous and I just have to kiss it. Pop in some Tic Tacs and kiss them. Go up and grab them right in the pussy, said by Donald Trump. Ching Jang Chong. Donald Trump said this while responding to a question pertaining to what he said to Chinese businessmen while negotiating trade deals. God, those people are dirty, said by Donald Trump, discussing his feeling towards Arabic businessmen. Why are all the people from these shithole countries coming here, said by Donald Trump. Look at my African-American over there. Just look at him. He does what I say. Go on, dance around, said by Donald Trump. Trump said the Mexican ancestry of a federal judge born in Indiana should disqualify him from presiding over a fraud lawsuit against Trump because of his proposed border wall. After he called U.S. District Judge Gonzalo Krull, a member of a club or society very strongly pro-Mexican, a reporter asked Trump whether he would also feel that way about a Muslim. 
if he could not be treated fairly because of his proposed Muslim ban. Trump said, it's possible, yes. Trump defended his posting on Twitter of a six-pointed star, a pile of cash, and an image of Hillary Clinton with the caption, most corrupt candidate ever. Widespread denunciations of the tweet as anti-Semitic led an aide to delete it, but Trump said it should have stayed up. Just leave it up and say that, no, that's not a star of David, that's just a star, he said. It could have been a sheriff star, Trump added. Haitian immigrants all have AIDS, and Nigerian immigrants will never go back to their huts in Africa, Trump said. They're trying to take away our culture, they're trying to take away our history, and our weak leaders. They do it overnight. These things have been there for 150 years. For a hundred years, you could go back to a university and it's gone. Weak, weak, weak people, Donald Trump said. You were here long before any of us were, although we have a representative in Congress who they say was here a long time ago. They call her Pocahontas, said Donald Trump. Trump drew condemnation from British Prime Minister Theresa May for sharing three anti-Muslim videos from a far-right British nationalist who was recently arrested for inciting hatred and violence against Muslims. The videos purported to show Muslims engaged in violent or anti-Christian acts. One of them, titled Muslim Migrants Beats Up Dutch Boy on Crutches, did not actually show a migrant beating the boy. The attacker was born and raised in the Netherlands. No one is guilty unless proven so by a court of law, nor can a setting president be indicted on federal charges by any federal agency. He or she may be impeached by Congress and then made to stand trial. But if the Congress will not remove him or her from office, they cannot be indicted. Relevant to this question is what President Trump has confessed to in public statements and how the Department of Justice should move such confessions and when such confessions are made. To this day, the sitting president has confessed to using Russian agents to provide information on Hillary Clinton during the presidential election campaign of 2016. This is use of billable services from a foreign power to, in pursuit of an elected federal office, a flagrant violation of campaign laws. He has admitted to paying hush money to women regarding sexual activity that he had with them. It was done to influence the outcome of the presidential election. The money he spent is too large for a campaign contribution, nor was it declared as a campaign contribution. These are flagrant violations of campaign finance law. He conspired with David Pecker, a publisher, to receive money to publish the stories of women with whom he'd had sex, knowing there was no intention of publishing the stories. These are violations of contract and publishing law. He admitted to terminating FBI Director James Comey over his investigation into Russia meddling in 2016 during the presidential campaign. This is called obstruction of justice. This violated criminal law. So why has the president not been indicted? Because federal agencies like the DOG DOJ cannot indict a sitting president. This has to change. Trump 
Trump has managed to completely hijack the GOP. There is not a single Republican in power right now who has the cojones to actually put themselves out there and do what's right, do what's ethical, do what's honest, do what is for the people, the people who put them there. They've forgotten what it's like to be people. They don't behave like normal, rational people. And they are allowing a man in office who's completely deconstructing the Constitution, the principles of what this nation was founded upon, and he's managed to hijack the Christian coalition and or the entire evangelical movement. We've been told for thousands and thousands of years, the Antichrist is coming. He will appear as an angel of light. He will deceive millions. He will create chaos and then give us an antidote. And then they put the same Antichrist in the office. They wanted to call Obama the Antichrist. There was a group that wanted to call Bush the Antichrist. There was a group that wanted to call Clinton the Antichrist. But no one exhibits more anti-Christian behavior than Donald Trump. He says one thing and does the exact opposite, then does one thing and says the exact opposite. And it's all on film. It's all his own words coming out of his own mouth saying these things, his own actions committing these crimes, these sins, these horrible acts, saying these horrible things about people, to people, around people. Yet he still gets a round of applause. I, I cannot wrap my brain around this. It's like I went to sleep on normal planet Earth and then woke up in this alternate reality where nothing makes sense. If you've ever seen the movie Idiocracy, it paints an elaborate picture of a future utopian society, much like taking place in the United States, but far off in the future. And everything that's going on right now that doesn't seem to make sense to logical thinking people takes place in that movie. And those that are logical thinkers are normally either imprisoned in the film, executed, or thrown into a reality show and uh, forced to fend for themselves and die trying. This is what we're up against right now. Something has got to be done. This lunatic has got to be stopped. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. He is without a doubt the most self-serving, egomaniacal, toxic, arrogant, impetuous child of a president in our nation's history. Those of us who voted against him have always known what kind of a nasty snake in the grass as a human being he is. Those of you who voted for him, be honest with yourself for once. Admit it. You finally see him for what he truly is and the global embarrassment that he's proven himself to be. Do you see it? 65.8 million of us said no to Trump. We know the BS for what it is, no matter the shape that it takes. Donald Trump lies and is faithless to commitments and individuals, abandoning persons as quickly as he does promises, inventing reasons and accusations as though it were his right. 
How can believers who condemn false witness and adultery while insisting on the sanctity of the family continue to support Donald Trump? And how can women of any faith or morality support so vulgar, abusive, and inconsistent a president as Donald J. Trump? Most conservatives don't truly understand the true meaning behind fascism. Fascism is a form of government which is a type of one-party dictatorship. Fascists are against democracy. They work for a totalitarian one-party state, such as a state led by a strong leader, such as a dictator, a martial government. Here are 12 signs to look out for. Take notice. Number one, powerful and continuing nationalism. And you've heard it from Donald Trump's mouth himself. He calls himself a nationalist. Number two, disdain for human rights. He's constantly going after homosexuals, LGBTQ. They are in his crosshairs. Illegal immigrants are referred to as animals. Number three, identification of enemies as a unifying cause. Much like Adolf Hitler, putting all the blame on all of Germany's shortcomings and the problems of the world on the Jewish people, Donald Trump is doing this with illegal immigrants. Number four, rampant sexism. Trump is a vile, disgusting, perverted human being, has been since the beginning and probably will until his dying day. Number five, controlling the mass media. Trump himself has obviously willingly gotten in bed with and enjoyed his time with dictators and has expressed interest in doing the same thing here under his jurisdiction. Number seven, I'm sorry, number six, obsession with national security. He is one of the least transparent presidents in the least transparent White House under the least transparent government in history. Number seven, religion and government are intertwined. Have we not learned our lessons from the Church of England, which is the primary reason we left England to start the new world and unfortunately created an onslaught of genocide of the original inhabitants here in America? Number eight, corporate powers are protected. And of course, we know that this country has become, well, the government has become nothing but commercialized, corporate financed, bankrolled by subsidiaries such as that. We know how much the GOP loves to try and bankrupt and deter people from getting into unions. Number nine would be labor power suppressed giving the power directly to the corporations and taking it from the people. Number 10, disdain for intellectualism and the arts. So that would explain a lot as to why so many morons are in charge, so many poorly educated and if not idiotic people are calling the shots. And anyone who is enlightened or deemed as an intellectual or exhibits artistic creativity is seen as a fluke and someone who really has nothing to offer, nothing to bring to the table, because the powers that be have set those pieces in motion. Number 11, obsession with crime and punishment. 
everything pertaining to any kind of a crime committed and any kind of a punishment that would follow has all been painted in this elaborate fixed image now. There is no gray issue. It's all black and white. Uh, For example, someone stealing a loaf of bread to feed their family could easily be executed now according to today's standards within the judicial system as someone who goes in and mows down 30 people with this semi-automatic. And number 12, rampant cronyism and corruption. And of course, everyone that Trump has surrounded himself with in his cabinet and those around him that are advising him, that support him, that are his yes-men, are all corrupt. Sounds like what Trump is trying to do in the U.S., the free press is constantly under attack from Trump for trying to expose the truth. This is just the beginning, people. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction. Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. I'm feeling a little inspired today, so I'm going to drop some freestyle. There's a war going on for your mind. Media mavens mount surgical strikes from Trapper Keeper collages and online magazine racks. Covergirl cutouts, throw-up pop-up ads, infecting victims with silicone shrapnel. Worldwide passenger pigeons deploy paratroopers. Now it's raining pornography. Lovers take shelter. Post-production debutantes pursue you in NASCAR chariots. They construct ransom letters from biblical passages and blessed mascara into the holy water supplies. There's a war going on for your mind. Industry insiders slaying test two babies to corporate crackheads. They flash logos and blast ghettos. Their embroidered neckties say stop snitching. Conscious rappers and whistleblowers get stitches made of acupuncture needles and marionette strings. There is a war going on for your mind. Professional wrestlers and vice presidents want you to believe them. Desert sky is their blue screen. They superimpose explosions. They shout at you. Pay no attention to the man behind the barbed curtain, nor the craters beneath the draped flags. Those hoods are there for your protection. And meteors these days are the size of corpses. There is a war going on for your mind. We are the insurgents. I unfortunately may have completely turned off most of my listening audience, or some. I do apologize, yet I'm sorry, not sorry. It's just some words of wisdom I felt like I had to bestow upon you. And I'll leave you with this. One thing to remember before you start 
making assumptions or saying one thing or another about either party. I define myself as anti-partisan, but when I see BS, I call it. I call a spade a spade. I don't have a filter, and for that reason, I am heavily monitored by my own wife in regards to what I post online and forums and so forth. If it weren't for her, I probably would have already been taken by a uh, unmarked van and have a bag placed over my head and dragged off somewhere and shot. So I thank her for that. One last thing to say. If you're going to play the Jesus Christ card in regards to your admiration for Trump, keep in mind, Christians don't applaud tear-gassing mothers with children in their arms. They don't defend it. They don't justify it. They don't excuse it. They don't make coarse jokes about it on partisan talk shows. They don't tweet with joy about it. They don't bury it in whataboutisms about Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton. They don't break their backs doing theological gymnastics trying to make the Bible consent to it. When Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, he was expressing his heavy burden for and his solidarity with those most vulnerable, those most overlooked, those whose voices are so often rendered silent. He was commanding people following him not to be a source of injury to the already injured. He was unequivocally telling them, as he did over and over again, that his people would be marked by compassion for their hurting. The Jesus of the Gospels and the Jesus that I follow spent his life with the street people, dining with the common rabble, sharing tables with the unwanted and the despised, touching lepers, and saying he would come disguised as beggars and prisoners. Jesus would be fully sickened by a government using chemical weapons on families seeking sanctuary. He would be overwhelmed with grief, watching people desperately feeling violence being met with more violence. He would be horrified hearing people claiming to be his followers, trolling them on talk shows and Twitter feeds and in press conferences. I've heard all the callous Fox News GOP evangelical nonsense about doing it in the right way, about not breaking the law, that because they aren't going through the proper legal channels, these parents are somehow culpable of their wounds and their trauma, that it's their own fault. These folks obviously haven't read the Bible story of Jesus' parents fleeing to Egypt to escape the widespread bloodshed ordered by Herod. Either that or they've had been fine with gassing Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. This is certified, sanctified, abject nonsense. When wildfires devastated California many months ago, we marveled at the courage parents showed trying to save their families from encroaching flames, braving all manner of terrors and threats to try and protect those they loved. No decent human being would have condemned or chastised them for breaking traffic laws or for trespassing while attempting to escape being burned alive. We know that in the instinct to survive, that it takes over when danger feels imminent. And we also know that humanity trumps legality. Why in there or any other God's name 
do these so-called Christian people imagine those fleeing gang violence and genocide and poverty merit any less empathy? Why don't they have the same consideration for the kind of fear and desperation that would drive a mother to walk hundreds of miles with her children? These fleeing are not coming to rape or kill or destroy anything. They're trying to stay alive. They're trying to do whatever they can to let their children experience the same peace and rest that we take for granted every day. They are trying like hell to avoid the flames licking at their heels. And Jesus would be receiving these exhausted human beings with outstretched arms, not with a barring of gas canisters or with contempt or with mocking jokes or with head-turning apathy. And there's really no way around it. If we are going to profess to be Christians, if we are going to profess to be a Christian nation, we cannot at least attempt, we cannot, we have to at least attempt to understand how at the end of their ropes, these people must be to traverse for days with all they have left on their backs and in their arms. You're going to need to do a whole lot better, or may as we call it, a day in claiming faith. If you find yourself applauding or defending or being silent while families are being tear-gassed, trying to find safety and refuge from unthinkable sorrow, you should probably forget that whole Christian thing because it's not working.